0: Manny Lopez, good afternoon, brother. How are you, my friend?
1: Man, I am too blessed to be stressed. Can't complain.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you've been in the business for a long time now. You've been speaking, training, coaching. Uh, you've been motivating and helping a lot of people move forward with their, uh, their stress. And uh, moving into a better, more abundant place. How did you get started?
1: I got started back in 2007 uh, is where it really started to pivot for me. I had joined a company. My, my son was just born. I'm like, all right, I got to stop playing around with these little sales jobs. I got to start putting my roots into a company and thinking, you know, you got to work up that corporate ladder. It's what I've always been taught. So I go join this company and this guy overhears me talking about what I wanted to do. I want to be a manager. I want to have a team. I want to be able to do all of these things. And he's like, hey, man, that's my specialty. It's what I do, right? I'll mentor you and teach you how to do this. Now, at that time, I had no clue what the word mentor was. I was like, nah, dude, I'm married. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I'm good. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, no, I want to teach you how to do this. So he, he started instilling me all these concepts of being too blessed to be stressed, be a sponge for knowledge, you know, live to inspire, uh, capture the leaders, capture the market, really just taught me what it takes to have a mentor, understand entrepreneurship, and build my own business.
0: That, so that was back in 07. Uh, obviously, the real estate market was about to go crazy. Uh well, you built yourself on marketing, right? Going out there and, and being seen and teaching people how to be seen. And, and that's really uh, attention, right? Like getting attention is how you build a, a good, solid business, no matter what the market's doing, right? Whether the market's up or the market's down, if you're marketing, you're as long as you have a product to sell. I mean, shit, even sometimes branding itself is good enough if you don't have a product yet. Keep the brand going strong. Uh, what is your opinion on, on branding itself? Because it is hard to quantify, right? Is it working? Is it not working? What, what do you feel about branding?
1: It, it all depends on the action you're taking with that branding, right? right. If you just sit on it thinking that someone's going to find you because you spent 10 grand on a website, that doesn't work, right? It's never has, never will. If You're not bringing people to it. You're not talking about it. And you're not what I like to call serving your way to success, where you give away the do-it-yourself version in exchange for data. It's one of the most efficient ways that I've seen how to sell high-ticket programs. So if you have a product or a service, you're a coach, a consultant, maybe in real estate, you sell something that's really high value, high-ticket, teach it. Teach what it is that you know, what it is that you're learning, because people want to know, like, and trust you, and they're only gonna know, like, and trust you if you know what the fuck you're talking about. So (laughs) you gotta really understand branding comes into it by being able to tell your story, right, in a digital sense. But if no one's being brought to hear your story, it's like you're sitting out there in the middle of the forest in a campfire all by yourself telling everybody how awesome you are. It's pointless.
0: <laughs> it's like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, doesn't make a noise. Uh, it may, but it doesn't really matter, right? Exactly. So what was it that was that first change that made you say, you know what, I gotta work on my brand? Because Manny Lopez, before you made that decision, Nobody knew, right? Nobody yep. knew what you were doing. And I'm, I'm sure that your income was directly related to the, the amount of people who knew about you. Is that fair to say? Very much so.
1: And I used a strategy my mentor told me very early on, which was capture the leaders, capture the market. My first 500 clients that I was brought in as a consultant for we were just small brands. There were mom and pop locations all around the US. And I thought to myself, you know, I can't really work with none of these big names, right? These are just right. people I'm learning from. Go buy their book, Manny. Hopefully you get an autograph at their next book signing. Right. Never thought I would be collaborating with them. And I kept thinking this concept, capture the leaders, capture the market. What did that mean? And so when I had 500 clients and I would go into any new area, any new community, a new event, a new group, whatever it was, I would always have to start from scratch. And no matter how many success (laughs) stories I had of these mom and pop shops in a sense, it didn't matter. They're like, well, who is somebody I would know, right? Who is somebody I could relate to? And what I ended up doing is I made a list. I said, okay, well, after hundreds of clients, which ones to get the best results with what I do? Speakers, coaches, authors, consultants, real estate agents, people that have high ticket programs and teach and are specialists at what they do. Those are the ones I knew I could get the best results. So then I thought, well, who do they listen to? Who's are, what books are they buying? Who are they following on social media? Right. So I Look at that. And I say, okay, well then I should be collaborating with those people. And as soon as I brought on Les Brown as a client, the doors just fled open. Everybody now wants to be my friend. Everyone wants to have me speak at their event. So it just creates that celebrity attachment is very powerful, but the right type of influencer or celebrity attachment, find people who are already influential to the market you want to reach and get those people to promote your business for you.
0: And so how do you decide? who those influencers are. Cause right. So you understood where you were going with Les Brown. How does say a real estate investor or a real estate agent or wholesaler, that's my community, right? They're all real estate focused. How do they decide who their client really is? And, and what, what's the step that you take your clients through to make that decision? I'll give you a prime example. Yeah. So
1: uh, one of my clients, she's in real estate and instead of just being a real estate agent to anybody in her community, like most people are, she went niche she went after seniors so she creates a brand called smart sizing so she's going to help them smart size their their business or their home and their real estate needs because most boomers right they have the younger generation the the kids in their family that are going to be the ones to help them move right if they need to move to a new home so she decides i'm going to be very niche i'm going to go after a very specific small group of people because she can serve everybody but here's what happens If she focuses on being niche for seniors, she's going to have a very good clientele right there. People are going to know what she specializes in. And so instead of just being, oh, you're just another real estate agent, oh, you're a real estate agent that works with seniors. Now I know who I can connect you with. Now I know what you specialize in. Now I know you are actually doing something different. Now you stand out. You have to stand out. You're in a very competitive marketplace. Find a very specific market like I did, right? Speakers, coaches, authors, consultants. My services can benefit any entrepreneur that does business with entrepreneurs or pretty much anyone that owns a business, whether you're day one or years into the industry. But I know I get really good results with speakers, coaches, authors, and consultants. So I target them and get them to talk about my business for me. So you got to identify your niche. Once you have identified that, then go look at who they're paying attention to. Ask them, hey, who do you like to follow? What books are you reading, right? Ask questions to your audience. They are more than happy to tell you and they love talking about themselves. Just get them to talk about themselves and capture that data. You got to focus data. Data is big.
0: Yeah. So, so what was it that made you realize how important data was? Like, what did you, at some point, you know, you figured out branding, you figured out that's important. You figured out, okay, I've got to get the, the responses from people. Did you just kind of stumble into it or uh, was, was there some you were just looking at all this data that had accumulated around you and said, oh my God, there's a pattern here.
1: It was a pattern. I'll show you a case study that I did in 2016 that just flipped a switch on everything that I was doing marketing wise. So most people, most, you know, real estate professionals, they're using these three methods. They're using their website, social media, and an email list to promote all of your business and opportunities. But my friends, if you use those three methods, you are wasting at least bare minimum eighty percent or more of your efforts. I focused on mobile. I got it. Came across a quote that said text offers are redeemed eight times more than emailed offers. And I had an email list. I was like ten thousand big, and I was like. Dude, you're telling me if I had 10,000 cell phone numbers, I would be getting eight times more results, eight times more people showing up to my events, eight times more applications to my programs, eight times more appointments on my calendars, in your case, eight times more people showing up to your listings and calling you. I mean, it's just a no-brainer. So I was like, let me put this to the test, right? I started then gathering cell phone numbers. And I said, all right, let me do a rundown. Let's see. I've got about 7,000 emails that I think would be a good fit for this campaign. It was actually exactly 6,571 emails, right? These are subscribers. And I had a, an event coming up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a free invite. I'm going to give them free tickets. I'm going to pay for their freaking lunch. And I'm going to invite them out, right? You yeah. all do this, invite them to your listings, and you right? pay for their lunch, right? We get this. Yep. So I hit that email list. That email list got 506 opens, which was a 7.7% open rate. You all are probably familiar with those kind of numbers. It hurts. Yep hurts. Building up all that list, the years of connections and events and showing up and handshakes and the possibility of getting the Corona, right? right, right. <laughs> and all of that for less than 10% of the people to get to see those updates. So if they don't see it, it doesn't exist. We see 6,000 logos a day as consumers in America alone. If you're not being seen, you don't exist, my friend. And out of that 506 emails that were opened, I got 33 people to go click and register for my event, right? 33 clicks. Now, that may be good. I got 33 registrations to my event with one email blast. That right. probably didn't cost me much, a little MailChimp thing, right? Yep. hey, that's pretty okay. That's about normal. Everyone gets to like, oh, yeah, I got my 7,000-person email list. I got a couple dozen registrations. Woohoo! Yep. Now yep. I tested this with text. I was like, all right, what do I need to get? to get the same amount of people that read the message, right? So if I can get matched the red, I need 516 people to read this message via text. That way I kind of have that same number, right? How many people see it? How many people take action? Will yeah. I get eight times more results? I only had to send out 532 text messages to get 516 of those to be read. And out of those 516, 256 people went and clicked to go register for my event.
0: What I almost got
1: different? 50% of the people to register for the event. And yet yep. I couldn't even get 50% of my emails to see the message.
0: Right. That's and crazy. social
1: media is pretty much the same thing. You guys are posting on social media, getting a 5% reach. and wondering yep. why you have 5,000 friends and two likes on your yep. next open house listing that you share. So it's, it's, that was a big game changer for me.
0: It's exactly right. Now, how are you sending out these texts? There's gotta be an automated way to send out 500 texts. There's
1: a lot of them, right? There's a Twilio, there's Scipio. I use a service called Text Magic. And the reason why I like these types of services, it gives you a full 10 digit number. I can pay nothing to tell you this guys. I'm not a little right. affiliate of their programs. I'm a user of their service. I used to literally have people I'd be that crazy speaker that would go on stage and tell people, Hey guys, I'll give you my personal cell phone number, text in any question. And I would literally be giving out my cell phone number. Uh, And then it got to a point where I was getting on some pretty big stages and there was hundreds of texts. I was like, dude, I'd go home and I'd have to put them all on a spreadsheet. I'd have to respond all. It would take freaking hours. And then I found text magic where I can literally just take a list I can upload it right in there. I can text up to 500 people all at the same time and open up conversations with a local 714 area code number, not one of those shared digit, you know, five, 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 whatever the numbers are, you yep. a full 10 digit number. I can text them back and forth, like having a real conversation, right? This number you guys see right here, right? That is my text magic number. You guys can text me anything day or night. It's going to be reached directly to me. Like right. a text message that just popped up on my phone and I can have a full on conversation back with you. And that's the power of what I can utilize to open up hundreds of conversations. And then one of the coolest things it has is the ability to set up automation rules. Most systems have this where if they text in one specific word, you can automate the process for that next step. I'm the king of automation. I love I Here's the, one of the main reasons why I went into the entrepreneurship journey I am was because I got sat down in that same company that inspired me and found my first mentor. Towards yep. the end of my tenure there, uh, I get pulled into a compliance meeting, right? This is the yep. compliance officer the guys are listening on the phones. I'm the, I'm on the phones all the time, talking to people about what we do. Yeah. And he's like, Manny, I got to have. He's like, I'm getting a little sticker on my, uh, my computer screen. Manny, I need to see you in the office. I was like, Oh, what did I do? I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, yep. I get in the office and he goes, Manny, if we could duplicate you a hundred times, we would have a billion dollar company. And nope. I was like, what? If I could figure out a way to duplicate myself a hundred times, I could create my own billion dollar company. <laughs> and so that's where I was like, I need to learn how to clone myself. I gotta figure this out. And so when I first started my company, I thought cloning myself was meaning hire a bunch of humans and teach, 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 teach to clone. It's, it's got some hits or misses, it's really hard. You gotta do a lot of babysitting, <laughs> Uh, and I, I, I got three kids already, man. I need a babysit no more. So right, right. I love systems. I've replaced over $20,000 a month in overhead with systems I can run for as little as 35 bucks a month. So awesome. anytime I want to maintain and just go take a vacation with the fam, switch the systems on maintenance mode and bam, I'm everything's still automated. Everything's yep. still being captured. I'm still getting my information automated 24 hours a day. But I don't have to sit there and babysit humans and miss out on the opportunities of life.
0: Yeah. I love that. Manny, that's that's one of the, the things we talk about all the time in real estate investing is learn it, do it, delegate it, learn it, do it, train it, learn it, do it, systemize it. And you've you've gotten past uh, the human error. And now the only error you'll ever have is system error. And that's just a matter of going through it every software and testing. And it's funny, like the first time I met you. I hit one of your systems and I was like, nah, I'm done. And I like, I was like, it's automated and I'm out. But you found a way to pull me back in. And I think that's absolutely fascinating because you still have the human element. You're still out there doing like a real touch and, and pulling people back in. Uh, even if, you know, cause the system's not perfect. As soon as somebody smells it, there's a few people who are just like they're turned off. But for the most part, Most people either don't notice it's a system or they're completely okay with complying because they know that the result on the other end, they know your value and they recognize your value and say, you know, he's busy. This makes sense. Actually, this is actually kind of convenient. It's easier to go through and your system is actually extremely convenient. And I love how I, if I clicked one button, I could see that the questions became uh, popped up underneath. I thought that was really, once I finally decided to give it a chance, I was like, Oh shit, like man, he's onto something here. This is a, if all my clients came through this way, we'd have much faster conversations. We would be on and off and everybody would be moving more powerfully. Uh, What was the first system that you really put in a place that you said, oh my God, this is gonna change my life?
1: I think the first system I was really utilizing the most was like Aweber back in the days. I was using Aweber and Wix to build out the campaigns that I was doing back in the days, like 2011, 2012 time. And then I went into apps, right? So back in 2012, I came across a quote. I'm very big on like finding stats and like pivoting if I find a stat that is gonna hinder my business in any way. So a yep. stat came across that said, by 2014, more than 50% of the traffic on the internet will be coming through mobile devices. Oh, yeah. and when I launched my company, it was for a Facebook page and it would be an application you can install on a Facebook page that would only be visible on desktop computers and only on Facebook. So I was yep. like, dude, if I don't have something right away, soon enough, I'm gonna be obsolete. My business is gonna start just tanking. I gotta figure out something to do. So I started right. looking into app development and saw what I could bring there. So i I'm like, there's it makes no sense that to build an app, it's 30, 50 grand. How right. are the small business owners that I'm working with charging a grand 1500 for what I'm doing? How do I get them in this kind of space? So I kept searching, kept digging. And now we integrate and we're really pioneer technology called progressive web apps, where it's really the ability to take your websites, your social media, you can do gamification, loyalty programs. You get all the functionality of apps without yeah. the chaos of going through the app stores. So that was really fun in integrating those systems. And that's how I got connected to Ty Lopez with Les Brown. I mean, these huge names that I've got in my Rolodex. I've yeah. done app projects for him or with him. And so it's getting this this new system of automation to where you create that digital version of you that can be on demand 24 seven sharing your story without a beat. And that's the power of what these, these little automation systems can do for you. And that's, stay that's personable.
0: Cool. And stay personable. That's, that's pretty amazing how you saw problems, saw an opening, saw weakness, and you went so hard in the other direction that you actually turned into a strength and found an opportunity where you can help and build more businesses. What, um, Manny, so before we continue into the next section, I'd like to find out what's the easiest way for people to get in touch with you to find out more about what you're doing, where you're going, and it is that number. So Manny Lopez, uh, uh, 714-369-8528, and that's shoot a text, right?
1: Yeah, so... That literally goes directly to me. doesn't go to my team, doesn't get delegated to anybody else. I handle two things in my business as far as 100% communication. That is my texts and that is Facebook Messenger. Everything else is delegated to the team. So if you text me a question, you text me anything, hey, is this Manny? Yes, it's Manny. I'm going to text you right back. Right. So it's, it's really me. And uh, if you want access to all of the different Courses, I I focus on automation. I create blueprints on things like how to attract high-ticket clients, right? It's perfect for real estate. That's all you guys are doing, high-ticket clients, right? You sell them half a million, million million-dollar houses, right? Uh, How to clone yourself with systems of automation. The five systems I use to replace $20,000 a month in overhead to less than $35 a month. It's crazy. Then you have the system of uh, how to monetize systems of automation. I literally give you my step-by-step with scripts on how to inbox people, how to talk to people, how to open the conversation where you don't spam them. You stay away from getting blocked on Facebook. I've yet to, with 90% of my business coming from free posting on Facebook, I've yet to ever have a red flag from Facebook. Never been in Facebook jail, never had a problem with saying, sharing links, getting blocked. It's simple process. You just gotta follow the Facebook rules. I was named one of the best by Facebook when they hit a million advertisers. I've been using it since day one in my business. If you wanna use Facebook, which is one of the best ways to grow your real estate business, that and LinkedIn, I would say, is one of the the best two formats for you to be sharing your content outside of having your very own platform, which is what I did. If you text in the word GIPS, G-I-F-T-S, I'll know you came from this, this interview and you'll get my platform completely free with all of my blueprints. There's over 20, 20 gifts that I'll give you completely free. So a real estate works very well. A speaker, a coach, author, consultant. You do business with entrepreneurs. You can even promote your, your listings right on my platform. I got a networking feature. That's all free. So uh, I, I love giving away free stuff. I love creating opportunities. My business is more busier than I could possibly imagine. I take on 100 clients a year. And we have over 2,500 applications into our programs. So it's, it's just simply serving your way to success. And I'll show you step-by-step
0: how I do it. I love that you said 100 clients a year. So we have a mission. We're building 100 millionaires. And hmm. that mission is really just, it's about, you know, creating the world a better place. You're a marketer. You're, you're in one of those positions that I've always admired. Uh, you know, being in marketing and going out and knowing that that's what builds our businesses. I've always looked at marketers and said, man, if there are more marketers in the world, the cities that we live in better places, the businesses would be thriving because so many businesses and so many cities don't know how to market themselves, right? Gentrification comes from the mayor or or the citizen saying, hey, come check out my city, come live here, come check out the colleges, come check out the businesses. And the biggest problem I've ever seen in the city is a bad brand, right? Have you ever considered going directly to cities and saying, hey, look, I'm going to help your branding and help gentrify your city, bring more people in?
1: Directly to cities, it's too much red tape, man. I, I like working directly with decision makers. That's why I work with the ones that are like the CEOs directly, because it's one conversation, shake hands, right? I'm not having to go talk to the board, sit down with 27 people. I mean, I've done the nonprofit work. I've worked with uh, people in political spaces. I've helped people get elected. Uh, city Council in, in Fullerton, California. Uh, We launched an app for it uh, and to help them get news to their city. That was the idea is to say, look, political candidates, if you're in the city council, your governors, your mayors, you can literally have an app for your city that literally just connects you to the city, lets your constituents actually tell you what it is they want. They can report potholes by just taking a picture of it and uploading it to the app. I mean, it's simple things just to automate processes. That's what I'm really good at doing. Taking a, product, a process that is taking human error and replacing it with systematic processes that are cost efficient and also automated and 24-7. You're not paying overhead. You're not paying hourly. You're not paying insurance. You pay a system, and the system just works. And it right. doesn't complain. It doesn't uh, need any uh, vacation time.
0: You know, it's funny. I, I wish uh, I, maybe it's one of those things I'm going to have to work on, but I got to get my, uh, my city on board, the Manny Lopez system. Uh, So I think follower really could use uh, you in general. Um, So going back to your story, you said you have three kids, right? So you have three kids. Um, Obviously you're, you're definitely always focused on getting more time. What would you say the motivation for you getting more time is? And then what do you do with that free time?
1: Time for me is, is, is obviously the most valuable asset we have. And for me, I don't want to be that dad that my kids don't know right, that they are like, I don't know, he's been stuck in his office all day, right, and so I created my life the way it is, so I can be home, like, I don't have a 20,000 person, or I mean, why should I babysit adults when I can just be babysitting my own kids, right, and for me, I want to be that field trip daddy, I love being the only dad on the field trip, and I'm hanging out with all these other moms that are just like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm an entrepreneur, man. I got to switch off the business today. Oh, wow, that's so cool. My husband should be an entrepreneur. He's over here. He never gets to see my kids. He's never here. <laughs> it's just always, you know, something to where, you know, us as men, we can be providers and time providers to our kids as well. At the same time, it's balancing that time. So many people are, are putting a hundred percent into their life of business and their work. And when they come home, they want to give them 10% to their family. You got to give 100% both sides. It isn't 50-50 in a relationship. It's 100-100. And my kids are only going to live by example. You know, you could tell the kids all day long, do this, do this, do this. But we look, we watch, and we see, what do you do, right? When my kid at five years old wanted to become an entrepreneur because he keeps seeing his dad out there becoming an entrepreneur that drives me, man. That, that, I want to see that. I don't want to see my kid out here belittling his own dreams because he thinks he should be less. Like I was brought up on this concept. I had to work my way into every little position and get permission to build someone else's dream. Yet reality was I could just make a decision, bring create something that somebody would want to learn how to do or get done for them, and people pay you for it. Think about it. everyone watching right now, you have something you love to do, right? You have something you would do whether you would get paid for it or not. Yet you don't even know how many millions of other people are out there, have no clue how to do that, would wish that they had some ability to even learn how to do that. They will gladly pay you to either learn it or do it for them. Yep. And I mean, the concept is simple. Find something you love to do, create a do-it-yourself version, record yourself, outlining the process of what you would do if that person was in front of you or that idea was in front of you you had to implement it and give that away in exchange for a cell phone number and say, hey, I'm going to follow up with you in a couple of days and see how it's working for you. You'll follow up. Those that don't take any action, 97% of the people you give it to for free. <laughs> Those that don't take action, you say, hey, how about this? Me and you get on a call. I'll show you how to implement this. Right? If you need help with this right now, I will give you my time for free. Do you need the help right now to get this done? Those that say yes, you now know they see you as the expert on what you get paid for. And they've told you, I need the help now. I can't do this by myself. They have the answers. It's right in front of them, but they can't implement it. They don't have the skills or they don't have the time. Those are the two things you're looking for. Before getting them on the phone, you make them fill out a whole questionnaire that says, hey. I need to know where you're at. You're stuck on the mountain somewhere. I'm trying to get you to the top of that mountain. I don't know where you're at. So you need to show me where you're at so I can find you and get you back on trail. So we can get you up that mountain, right? They fill out that questionnaire. They're showing you again that they see you as the expert. They're willing to invest time and save you 30 to 40 minutes of asking a bunch of qualifying questions. That's right. Get them on the call. And then you just outline a couple things. You figure out how much time and resources have you tried already to get this problem solved? I need to know, get them to know what that is. Damn, I've been spending 10 years trying to solve this. I put this much money in already. God dang, and I'm still stuck at step one. What? Right? And then two, you got to let them know, hey, here's at least two to three people that are just like you. They were stuck in the same place you were at on that mountain. And in this amount of time, I showed them how to get up that mountain. And they're there at the top of the mountain. You can go reach out to them. Go, here's their phone number. When you can get them to that point, there's a 15 step process. And I outlined this in that gift number four, that how to attract high ticket clients. 15 steps before you ask them, let's do business. And if you're in real estate, you're in consulting, you're a coach, that's when you say, how about I do this? How about I go to where you're at on the mountain right now? And I will walk you up this mountain directly. And in this amount of time, we're gonna have this measurable result. That's how you get people to pay you. And then everything else you can do for free. Think about this, right? Yep. If I have a program that's 5K, $5,000, right? Consulting program. I have contracts that are signed on a weekly basis for this type of program. And I just brought on five clients a month, that's 25,000 in revenue with hardly any hard cost, right? Yep. I don't got a bunch of products, it's just me on my time. How much time do I really need to spend with five people? An hour a week? Right. And now I've got all the other time to do whatever I want. Bring on 10 clients a month. Now I got 50 grand. Right? 10 clients a month is about where my number is at as far as how much time I want to be spending coaching people. And the rest of it is like, all right, I'm on with the family now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 10, just 10 clients is, is where it gets to the point where it's like, okay, that's a little too much. Uh, and that's where you start charging more for it, right? Like you start charging and more. Or open gonna... group
1: coaching, right? Like Les Brown, for example, I, I help him promote some of his programs. He can take on 10 one-on-one clients a month, but he can take on 1,000 group coaching, right? He can just put a group coaching call together with 100 people on it. That's an hour, right? Now he's got, now he's multiplying his time right? So it just depends on how you want to structure the way you build out your ideas. But right. going high ticket is one of the easiest ways to help you fund any idea you want. Real estate, one of the best ways, right? One client could be a whole year's worth of what other people make in their business hustling yeah. day in and day out. And you just shook one hand.
0: Yep. Yeah. We talk about it all the time. You do, the, you do one flip, you made 50 grand. It's like, well, how hard was one flip? You just signed on it, talked to a contractor, run. I mean, it's oversimplifying, but it's servicing one client, one end buyer, one per- person. The amount of time. It's
1: the amount of time that you're spending with that one person. It takes the same amount of time to onboard somebody for a $500 program that it does for a $500,000 house, right? You see in the real estate space, the contracts are all the same, right? Just a different number on the contract. And that's the difference <laughs> of what you make in your business. So yep. it's just depending on how much time you want to spend on low ticket stuff. Or do you actually value your time and say, hey, I want to put in less time and make more money. Well, focus on higher ticket sales. The higher, the better. The easier it is for you to create that wealth.
0: I love it. So that's actually uh, principle 15 out of the 52 weeks uh, to wealth we talked about it. Is are you going to sell high ticket or high, qu- uh, high volume? And I'd rather go high ticket. I mean, we do both, right? But high ticket is what you have to do in the beginning of business. That's how you start. That's how you really launch. Because high volume that's a sucker's game. You know, that's Walmart, that's target. Like they can Amazon, they could do high volume because they got systems on systems on systems, something like what you've built. Now you can do high volume, but still your time when it's one-on-one, like you're saying, even Les Brown has a cap on 10, right? You got a cap on 10. I got a cap on 10, anything beyond that. We're, we're really pushing ourselves and we're probably not giving the best product. Whereas group boom, that's high volume. You can get away with high volume, uh, but you're still selling a high quality product because, Anything you sell leads to that higher, higher quality product towards the end, right? It's just an opening funnel. Uh, Manny, where are you going with all of this? Like, Where is your future? Where is the future for Manny Lopez? What are you looking to build? What's your tribe look like? And where do you see yourself five years from now? Because you've given us a ton of value and a ton of content. I think that there's people who want to move forward with you and, and go and see where you're going to be. Uh, can you paint a picture, uh, just a little visualization of where you see yourself and your company and, and the people affected by you and the future? Sure.
1: So two years ago, uh, well, actually now three years ago. Wow, it's been three years. So January 2017, I have this conversation with God. And this got me to completely shift the way I build my business. It went from selling my way to success, just traveling nationwide, pitching stages and all that stuff about selling apps, to then building this concept of from orphan to CEO. You see, I come from the foster care system. At 18 months, I was literally left in a car with nothing but a diaper on. Me and my sister shortly after that were put into foster care where we were bounced around home to home, Uh, eight different homes I had found myself in suffering everything from malnutrition, abuse, neglect, and even torture. And I don't say these things to make you guys feel sorry for me. 30 years later, the problem is is that these things are still happening today. Two out of three of the kids that are aging out of foster care, meaning they turn 18 and they didn't get adopted, now they're on their own two out of three are ending up dead, homeless, or in jail within just one year of leaving our system. So my focus is to reverse that statistic. I wanna see two out of three of these kids have a mentor, understand entrepreneurship, and own their own business. So I created Manifestation School of Business. This is my on-demand school, it's free to the world, nobody has to pay for it, there's no credit card required, and you actually get rewarded to show up to school. Imagine this. Think of it like a Netflix for business that rewards you to binge watch our content, right? <laughs> Every time you watch a video, you earn Manny Bucks. Every time you answer a question after our video in class, you earn Manny Bucks. You check into school, you earn Manny Bucks, right? It's like a Chuck E. Cheese for entrepreneurs, right? They get to go and they get to watch videos and interact with our community, and they're earning Manny Bucks all along the way. And instead of turning these Manny Bucks, into stuffed animals or some things that you would have at a Chuck E. Cheese, I actually go to specialists in my network and I say, hey, what can you offer as a service that my students can exchange their many bucks for? A lot of my students and From Orphan to CEO, they come from government assistance, they're in, they're in housing projects and things like that to where they don't got 25 grand sitting in the bank to go hire a bunch of specialists, build their dream team and launch their business. They're trying to wear all the hats themselves. Right. So I go and I say, hey, you don't need to wear the hats. Show up to school, graduate my school of business. I mean, once they graduate, on top of all the manny bucks they're earning just by going to school, we'll bonus them $25,000 in manny bucks to now go get their business launched with a whole Rolodex of specialists, attorneys that will review their contracts, marketing experts that will build their websites, photographers that will do their headshots, videographers that will make their commercials. The Concept is simple. Is anything that you're going to need to invest in, in your business, you're going to be able to find a specialist in Manny Bucks to collaborate with them first. Yep. And that's the concept I'm building. I want to revolutionize this system because there's three things that changed me. It was mentorship, entrepreneurship, and faith. We need mentors. We need these kids to understand, find somebody who has already accomplished what you are trying to accomplish. Learn from them. Stop talking to people that are only reading books. Talk to people that are out there doing it. Yep. Entrepreneurship, you've got to build your own dream. You can't wait for permission to continue to build everyone else's dream. You've got to build your own. And then faith. Faith is the concept that you are building something bigger than you. I could be building just for myself and my family, and I'd be happy, and I'd be doing well. But we all have a purpose. We all have something in us that we can gift to the world if we just knew how. I'm going to teach them how to do that, and I show them step-by-step step each every way.
0: I love that, and you know it's funny because at the end of each one of my calls, I always ask the entrepreneur in front of me or the, the coach or the mentor, "What are the three pieces of advice if you could go back to your twenty year old version and just you know what would be the thing that changes your life?" I think that it's going to ring close to the three uh, the three pieces that you're looking to create. But I got to ask anyway. And then how has this been created? Have you created this uh, the Manny University yet, or is this something that's still manifesting, still uh, being brought into reality? So, yes,
1: manifestation, uh, or those three concepts, the mentorship, entrepreneurship, and faith. That's exactly what, because I get asked all the time, Manny, what would you, if you were to go back and you were 18 years old, and let's say you aged out, right, what would you do? I'm like, Dude, I would do it. The first thing I would do is I would go find a mentor, right? If I want to do something, whatever I would want to do, I'm going to go find somebody who's already done it. The best part today is that we, gotta, we have the social media. I can go follow anybody and learn. I mean, literally, I can go on YouTube and watch a billionaire interview a billionaire for free. And yet I got ding dings over here in my network wanting to charge all this money to go, you know, my intellectual property. I've made six figures with this strategy. Billionaires are telling us what to do for free, right? YouTube, one of the easiest ways for you to learn anything that you would want to learn about, right? And that's what manifestation is. I I go to YouTube and I hand pick these really great interviews and I make exclusive content. I bring a lot of these superstars and interview them directly. I mean, we've got Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Les Brown, Caleb Maddox, the founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation, uh, the founder of Operation Underground Railroad. I don't know if you know this, but 60% of sex trafficking victims come from foster care. And so uh, Operation Underground Railroad, they rescue sex trafficking victims. They have just passed 2000 sex traffickers arrested uh, and and saved thousands and thousands of lives and has saved countless from the ripple effect from them. I mean, imagine being able to bring your long lost sister back home. That's been gone for years and didn't know where she was. And she was in the middle of a third world country, just lost. Right. And he's going down, breaking down these barriers. So, uh, mentorship, entrepreneurship, faith, definitely the biggest three things I would focus on. And yes, manifestation school of business is built this was launched uh with a tom shoes business model let me show you how this worked this thing was awesome so i go to this event called thrive and they talk about tom shoes right where if you know what tom shoes is is a shoe company right you buy a pair of shoes they donate a pair of shoes to somebody in need that could never buy that pair of shoes so i was like dude why can't every business do this why can't every business every time they bring in a new client? They can serve somebody in need that would never be able to buy their services. You guys can all do this. Sell a house, pick a charity that you go support where a certain dollar amount affects a certain child or a certain thing in your life or brings more research into that idea where every single one of you could price it that way. So that's what I did. I started a mastermind group and then I converted all of the services I did in my business to where if I brought on one customer... I could create at least two scholarships in my program that students can come to me learn how to start their own business without a dollar out of their own pocket. we put over a quarter of a million dollars into this system so far. We have now 72 countries that we have students in. We're over 14,000 active students on the Manifestation School of Business. And it's been translated in 22 languages so far. So most people, they wanna talk about what they want to do. They want to talk about the world they want to change. But yeah, there's some people out there like myself that will say, all right, well then let's go fucking do it. All right. These kids need to get help today, not 10 years from now when I finally create a lot of success and I've hit all the benchmarks of life. You guys can do what you want to do in your community today. It's just a decision and a format of how to do that. So it's a simple concept, but the Tom Shoes Business Model, I'm telling you, every single one of you watching right now can integrate this into your real estate business, your flipping business, your consulting business. It's literally just add a little bit more to your fee and say, look, now I can serve people in need at the same time. And trust me, the business alone, by you having that, you can bring about, I mean, think about this. I can just talk to you guys about systems and apps, and you guys would have all kinds of great insights. But now some of you watching right now are going to go Google foster care statistics. What's going on with, I've got to do something about this. I can adopt some of these kids. There's 400,000 kids sitting in foster care right now, 26,000 of them age out every single year. What resources are we bringing to these kids? It's the entrepreneur community that's going to solve our world's problems. It's not legislating a decision. It's us creating that solution.
0: Yeah. Manny, I love that. You got a powerful mission, a powerful story, uh, some great advice. I mean, this whole video is just full of advice. Uh, I can't wait to get this out there. uh, so more people can see it. Um, We know how to get in touch with you now and manifestation is, is real. I love that. Uh, Manny Lopez, thank you so much for your time, my brother. I appreciate you and what you're doing. I appreciate your mission. Uh, Cheers to your success, my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stay blessed. You too, brother. Be good.